this week on Bonus Barrel. You know, memes have always been thrust upon us, shoved in our face. Well, actually, we would be shoving our face onto them. It's a samurai dating sim. Aw, yes. One arm is shooting his bow and arrow on the, and with just one hand, and it's That's like, really how did you do this? Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. Saging. And guess who's asleep? Do it! Uh, left. It's, it's left. Yeah, left's left's asleep, asleep. So he won't be here today. That's alright. I will uh, bring energy for both me and left, which will give us the energy of one regular person. <laughs> so, let's start off today's shindig with a note about someone in our small community, the Cartridge Club, which is communities bigger than ours. They finished their uh, their copy of our Bonus Pro 100. Ooh. After they copied us <laughs> by stealing my robot. They created their own, which I got to say is from a more interesting... It, theirs is better in a way because it's from a much bigger pool of, of people. So now we're starting to see more reasonable results. You're not going to see any fucking Dragon Ball games in the top 10, which is how it should be. I, I wanted to at least mention their top 10 because, because you know, I enjoyed their 100. Did you guys... I know you guys were listening to them. I think Shelby was at least. Yeah. And maybe Seiji caught some of them. I watched all the videos and it was a lot of fun. And I was really surprised with the... With the final games. Let's talk about the, the, the final games. I mean, by this time, it's been out for like four days by the time this comes out. So, plenty of time to watch it. I, I gotta say, like, their, their top ten, pretty good. But isn't it funny that their top two games are the same as ours? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I think their top, I think number nine is the same too. FF8, FF7 was nine in ours list too, wasn't it? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think it was ten. It might have been eight. It was eight or, eight or nine. I actually, um actually messaged Rob and I was just like, oh, it'd be really funny if Super Mario World came first in their <laughs> list too. And then it just was. I had already watched Street. it at that point, so I knew that it was coming. But I was, I was waiting because yeah. I was like, oh, Super Mario Bros. 3 is in the exact same spot too. Yeah. A Link Between Worlds was in our top 10 versus the A Link to the Past, which I, I think is their choices are more normal. However, I do stand that A Link Between Worlds is better than A Link to the Past. I don't know why Ocarina of Time is in there. It hasn't aged that well. But yeah, so I guess we, I'll run through it real quick just for people, you know, if for interest. So the community, Super Metroid, FF7, which should be number one, Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario Brothers, the original, Chrono Trigger, Mega Man 2, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario Bros. World. The world agrees that Super Mario Bros. World is uh, the best game ever. The world agrees. Yeah. Right, Seiji? Well, the thing about Super Mario World is that most probably everyone played Super Mario Bros. 3 and Super Mario World. Yeah. So it's in a lot of lists. So I would imagine that it got a lot of bonus points. That's that's what it would have been. Based on that. Which is fair, right? If, yeah. if a game appears in a lot of lists, it should get some extra points because it, it's less niche I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. It should get bonus points. It, it also helps that it's an amazing game, right? And it's kind of like the same with Ocarina and A Link to the Past. Within the, the, the age range that I imagine the Cartridge Club people are in. Our age range, basically. Yeah, I guess that a lot of them played A Link to the Past, but haven't played uh, between A uh, Link Between Worlds because A Link Between Worlds is a fairly newer game, and when that game that got released, uh, these people were in a different time in their lives, so they had less time for games. I don't know if you you've noticed this, but in our generation, a lot of people graduated from Nintendo like at the fifth or sixth generation, 
and they went to PlayStation. Yeah, right? because PlayStation, because play, mm-hmm. PlayStation is offering that kind of cinematic, more adult in quotes <laughs> kind of experience, right? PlayStation is definitely awesome. And fewer people actually stayed with Nintendo. A lot of people stopped paying attention to what Nintendo was were, were doing after like the sixth generation. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that, that might be true for consoles, but I think most people had a DS. Like DS, I mean, DS is one of the highest selling consoles in general. Uh, or hand, well, I mm-hmm. guess if you count as consoles, is one of the highest selling systems. Yeah, but it's a different generation. I think older people like us mostly stayed in in the console scene. I believe maybe I really don't know. I mean, I've always tried to get everything. So even when I was poor, I still tried to at least have uh, a handheld with PlayStation or something like that. Although it was a small time in my life where I only had an Xbox 360. That was a weird time. Not a good time. I guess that what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people are gonna remember more clearly older games, especially especially in this age range i guess like younger people in their early 20s in their teens you're not gonna see a lot of super mario worlds you're gonna see games like Res- resident evil resident evil <laughs> valkyria chronicles and uh the halos and call of duty all the games that shelby's into yeah absolutely i mean super metroid is <laughs> in there and he's not in our list because i don't think a lot of us have oh, i just haven't played, played it played yeah. the game. i'm gonna rectify that this year hopefully yeah, me too. We should do a show about it. We should. I, I want to play that. I want to play Super Metroid. <laughs> so I want to fix certain voids in my acumen, if you want to <laughs> uh, put it like that. It's Super Metroid. Another one is at least one Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. And I'm aiming at six because seven, uh, I don't think it's for me. No, it doesn't seem. Maybe you should play Mystic Quest. It was called Final Fantasy USA and was billed as a starter RPG. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like six or one of the Super Nintendo Man, ones. Are, you're, are, you're right. I would say four me. or six for sure. Although Chrono Trigger might be a better choice than both of them, to be honest. Not technically a Final Fantasy, but same same team. Chrono Trigger is another one that I've I've sort of played a little bit and I couldn't get into. I love that game. All right, I got some news. Nintendo Switch will have Miis, but they won't be mandatory. That's a stretch. That was a... <laughs> Don't be mean to me, yeah. Shelby. I was trying my best. Okay, that All was right. better at least. I'm <laughs> glad that we could come into some sort of agreement. So, you know, Mies have always been thrust upon us, um, shoved in our face. Well, actually, we would be shoving our face onto them, and then it would be used. But apparently, me characters can be used to represent a user profile but are not required. Sis, the famous Nintendo spokesperson... Users also have an option to choose a profile picture from include a library of Nintendo character images. So you don't have to use a me. So if you're going to use Nintendo characters, I want to know from you guys uh, what, what, what characters would you use to represent yourself on your Nintendo profile. Hmm. Man. That's not a character. Wow. Any Nintendo character, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, now, now this wasn't planned. Now I'm just wondering who would you be? Tom Nook. Oh, Shelby, I was about to say that. Oh, really? Okay, I'll take say... KK. KK no, 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 that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. That, that, that'll make me think about another one. Um, <laughs> I'll say Captain Olimar. Oh, that's cute. Uh, oh, crap. No, I wasn't prepared to answer my own question. Uh, <laughs> a Nintendo-specific character? No, I was going to say Link, but that's way too obvious. Looking desperately around my room. <laughs> Look at your amiibo wall. That's in the other room. There you go. Oh, okay. Uh, Goku's not an option because I'm fucking surrounded by Goku. Uh, oh no. Uh, Waluigi, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to look at a list. I really wasn't prepared to answer that. I expect to throw you guys in the, under the bus and able to answer quickly, but don't. don't it's, not, it's not polite to do that. 
Back to me <laughs> with two eyes. Oh. Right? Shelby? Mm. Laugh? <laughs> Alright, next up. Uh, so this is one that actually irritates me. And it's Nintendo's considering video streaming services on Switch post-launch. No Netflix or Twitch. Now, I don't care too much about Twitch, but I know what people do. But no Netflix and possibly no YouTube. That's pretty shitty. What's, I mean, people use their devices for this stuff. And did not, <clears throat> I mean, they're already, they're, their online stuff already makes me mad. But to, to not include the, the, the false, like, Netflix, it's just so weird. It's weird. Which, which by the way, Seiji, we were talking last week during the Switch stuff about how we think, what if they had Android support and stuff. I'm going to go up on a limb here and, and be very, and strongly say that's not going to happen. If you can't even do basic chat and shit on the Switch, I really don't think they're going to have any, any mobile support on this thing any type of mobile game support on this yeah i've been thinking about it a lot especially because they haven't touched a lot on the interface nor the use of the touchscreen which is capacitive touchscreen again why would you put a capacitive touchscreen which is really expensive right. compared to resistive which is what the the wii u has and not have any sort of support like let, let alone gaming support just some sort of support for it it is strange. I don't know. It seems it seems weird. I think that we're gonna get something related to that specific thing, uh, maybe at E3. But you know, the E3 is kind of far it away is, from yeah. the the Switch release, it right? Three three months. Because this thing comes out in March, and and then it's like what three more months till E3? About that, yeah. About three months between the two. There is quite a bit of. Yeah, I don't so, know. So last I read, there were sixty eight games announced for the. A lot of them being ports and stuff, but I don't know. I've, I've pre-ordered uh, three for launch day, so that's kind of cool. Which ones? Um, Zelda and um, Binding of Isaac and... Oh, okay. One to Switch. Oh, God, no. Although, we do, we do have a mutual friend <laughs> who is getting it. Seems excited about it. He says it's going to be a good party game. Maybe he's right. I only ordered Zelda from Amazon because uh, Amazon Prime members have 20% off the, the game. Which is pretty sweet because the game is like eighty bucks, right? So. It is. I also pre-ordered uh, Puyo Puyo, but that's not coming out then. Oh, Bomberman! Bomberman R, of course, is the other one. Mm. I'm excited for that. Super excited for Puyo Puyo Tetris because I love Puyo Puyo and I love Tetris. I love so. Tetris. I am terrible at Puyo Puyo, but maybe this will help me get a little better at it. I'm hoping. Have you ever heard of Tetris, Shelby? Probably a little yeah. old for you. You see those blocks, those dated looking <laughs> blocks. No matter how much companies color them up and give effects to you it's still just a shitty old game from a shitty old console you're a shitty old console oh Shelby, that is mean <laughs> it's so rude talking about puzzle games yeah i've been i've been listening uh for the last few weeks uh retronauts oh i love retronauts which is a, a really good uh podcast oh yeah. and, and do you know that, that jeremy parish apparently quit his job at us gamer and now he's like doing uh retronauts full-time no i didn't know that and they're they're going in they're going uh, uh weekly now. Oh wow! Instead of bi-weekly, so that's pretty cool. I anyway, the last couple of episodes uh were about uh, Bubble Bubble, yeah, or Bust a Move over here. Yeah, and and they had to record like a different episode for Bust a Move because apparently the Bubble Bubble world or franchise is super confusing and convoluted. So huh. I don't know. It, it I would recommend those uh, two shows, the Bubble Bubble one I'll and the check Bust a Move. Or Puzzle Bubble, also known as, right? So many bubbles and bubbles and busting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I've been trying to get a lot more into listening uh, gaming podcasts, so I, I try to find something interesting out there. Uh, I listen to a couple of, of Spanish ones. Oh, cool. And they're, they're, there's a couple of, of good ones there, but Retronauts seems seems like one of the better ones, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, Retronauts is, is, is classic. It's been around for so long, too. I, I really like them. I haven't listened lately, but I'll get back into it. Really good production quality, too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> December's 2016, top-selling console was the PlayStation 4. That's no one, that's a surprise to no one. But what's kind of surprised me is, do you want to know what the most, what do you think is the, this is, I have a list of 2016's best-selling games. What do you think is number one? Well, usually some sort of Call of Duty or, or sports game. You've won. It? It's Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah. Then Battlefield Pe- 1. How then many Tom- fucking Call of Duties came out last year? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Uh, after Battlefield is Tom Clancy's The Division. Then NBA 2017, then Madden 2017. So the top five right there is three shooters and two sports games. Ew. <laughs> and then followed by GTA 5, which is actually kind of impressive when you consider that it's been out for like two years. Mm-hmm. Then Overwatch, then another Call of Duty, then FIFA 17, and then finally Final Fantasy 15. It did break the top 10. Yeah, hey, FF 15. Woo. Woo! That's incredible. I guess we are the we're definitely a minority, clearly, because these games are what really sells the most. Don't see Last Guardian on here. Last Guardian came out kind of late though, didn't it? So did FF15. FF15 came out. Think about that. That's actually really a good point, Shelbo. FF15 came out December, no, late November, and it still managed to hit the top 2016. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. There you go. Maybe you're wrong about Final Fantasy 15, Seiji. (laughs) <laughs> Look, from the wide range that video games have, you have all of these games that the masses buy, right? And right. They, they, and they, I don't think a lot of them consider themselves gamers necessarily. They just think that it's something cool that they do, right? It's true. It's like uh, Megan's dad, uh, I wouldn't call him a gamer, but he likes playing games and he buys sports games, and Call of Duty games and stuff like that. And that's it. That's pretty much all he buys all the year with a few exceptions, but that's what he, that's what he likes. So I, a lot of people like that. That portion of the market, you could even call them casual consumers. Not casual gamers, but sort of a casual consumers. And they'll have the latest console and they'll go buy FIFA every year and the next Call of Duty. And, you know, they're just trying to keep up with what is out there and they consider cool. The same goes for movies. And then there's another portion of the market that do consider themselves gamers. And I guess that's where we are. And some of us won't like those kinds of games, but some of those will actually buy those games. But like Final Fantasy and The Last Guardian, it seems weird to say it, but within the new market, within the new paradigm of what video gaming is, that is a niche product. It's geared towards the people that is really into video games. Yeah. Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. It makes sense. You know, the, the, it is kind of weird that gamers might be a somewhat niche market. I mean, they still make money off it, but and I have no problem with Call of Duty. Because I like, I don't mind Call of Duty games. I mean. I like the multiplayer, so I guess I'm not a big sports plan, sports uh, games guy, so I can't really say positive about it. Other than, I mean, if you like sports, I can see why you'd like these games, but I don't. So I don't care. <laughs> I only got a few more pieces of quote unquote news. Uh, these last two ones are actually for Shelby. If you people who don't know, Shelby's the only girl on the show, and so she's a unique perspective, and she has a specific type of games that she likes to play, mostly girl games. And now, oh for example, God. you might want to save up some money for some plane tickets because. Guess what? California is getting... Hakuoki! 
Yes, you already know. You this. already know. I read this. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna take Jordan. We're gonna go. This is your time to shine. Tell Seiji about it. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. It's just a cafe that's opening up. Okay, Hakuoki. Okay, for people who, who are not familiar. It's a samurai dating sim. Aw, yes. Okay, and it's amazing. What's the name of it? Hakuoki. Hakuoki? Yep. Okay. And it's not, like, cheesy. I guess part of the motivation is, like, yes, you want to at some point uh, have, like, one of the dudes at the end or whatever, date him or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Um, well, no, I hope it doesn't. Because when that happens, then it just gets weird. It's Before weird when the penis makes an appearance. <laughs> well, it's, that's when it becomes boner barrel. <laughs> oh my god! So you're excited to go to this this festival and meet all the pretty boys. I think it would be as, cute. Yeah. You know, guess what? Hmm. I bought a bunch of games from my friend Marshall, and one of them happens to have been in a Hakuoki game. Oh really? Tales of Shinsen Gumi for the yeah. PS3. I may play it for uh, a Valentine's Day episode sometime. Okay. Well, you might be pleasantly surprised. Or maybe I will be. Maybe mm -hmm. I will date the, the perfect pretty boy samurai. Oh, right, and then <laughs> oh it's Shinsengumi. Have you ever heard of them? No, I don't know about that. Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry, I'm not as weeby as you. Well, Sorry. not even that. It's just it's a part of history. It's an important well, part of history. I don't do history. That's Left's domain. I'm not stealing from him. <sighs> Shelby, okay. you're going to find your own niche. And your niche is now uh, Hackable. Okay. okay. Shelby, this is important. Oh, this is for you. One. Square Enix announces their first smartphone game geared towards girls called Kimikiri. Kimikiri, Kimitokiri no Labyrinth. You in the Labyrinth of Mist. And it's their first smartphone game geared towards females. Uh, not What's much funny is that uh, you'd be more likely to play this than I would. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know why you think I would play this. Why do you think I would play this? I don't play these kinds of games, and uh, you play all the games. I don't play mobile games, so that already means... Mm. Oh my god, I just noticed in the article, it also has a VR-compatible part to it. Oh, Shit, you Shelby, go. you're gonna think... You probably date men, I imagine. <laughs> and so you'll probably be really excited. It, oh, wait, it says here, uh, the official website shows silhouettes of 12 characters, and this, this article writer, author, he says, I'm sure they'll be revealed as a dozen handsome-looking guys. So there you go, Shelby. Think about I, it. Someday, there's still some hope uh, yeah. left that uh, you won't be a sexist motherfucker. Who? You. What? What? I'm just trying to help my dear friend Shelby. Oh, I bet. <laughs> find games that she can play and enjoy. And then yeah. you start using that term against me. Me! Champion mm -hmm. of, of, <laughs> of, you, of your people. <laughs> Women. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that will never happen. Someday, you'll take your head out of your ass. I will never because it's warm and comfortable up there. Uh -oh. oh, is it? That's <laughs> <laughs> that That's okay. Uh, carry on. All right. <laughs> I enjoy uh, mine and Shelby's antagonistic relationship. That's all the news I have. Right yeah. on. You guys have any? I have a tiny piece of news. Yes, let's hear it. Uh, well, it's not anything like super game related, That's but okay. I did join the uh, forums oh, on, on Cartridge shit. Club. Sneaky, nice. sneaky. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Actually, I saw oh. that earlier today. I saw that you were the latest person to join. That's yep. cool. All the fan, all the mm. Shelby fans are going to be excited. One other thing that's only not it's not game related, although I can, if you really need me to make some sort of reach, I can figure something out. <gasps> Do you feel weird? We're strong. Insanely strong. The answer to what is happening to you 
is here. You five are the Power Rangers. Power Rangers trailer came out. Another one. Oh, no. <laughs> it it's bullshit. does not look any better. My prediction no. is that they will get the still shitty suits in the last maybe 30 minutes of the film. The rest of the film is going to be them in their stupid normal clothing, jumping around like idiots, breaking sinks, jumping mm-hmm. again. Uh, it looks like they're clearly on wire. Look, I'm... Oh, man. Goldar is literally a statue of gold. The putties are just rock monsters. There's no character or personality in any of these. No. And the Zords, that Zord fight at the end looked really crappy. Like, I don't even... Oh, it's going to be bad. It's Um, it's not going to be good. Yeah, and I think the Yellow Ranger, like, I think it's her anyway. Mm. When they came home after, like, everybody gets their superpowers in the trailer. Because the trailer basically gives everything away. There's nothing, like... Yeah, I don't think there's any surprises there. And she comes home and she's like, oh, yeah, we found this giant spaceship because her mom's like, where the hell were you? Mm. And thinks she's on a bunch of trucks. So that's great. <laughs> yeah, Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. The and they Rangers- say ass in the trailer. Oh. Not for kids. Not for kids. The Power Rangers in this version, instead of being a bunch of nerdy goody goods, they're the rough kids, the outsiders, uh, the, the ne'er-do-wells, the ragamuffins, the rat finks, the layabouts, the Screw-ups. That's what they said. The screw-ups. Yeah, uh, in the trailer. Yeah, that's that's the Power Rangers. Um, They're really relatable people. Well, I mean, the, the, the ones in the cart or the show weren't really relatable either. A bunch of fucking no. super goody goods helping people and and being idealistic and, and being a good role model for kids. I'm just kidding. I don't I don't think Power Rangers <laughs> is a role model, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just like they're trying really hard to be cool and and deep and edgy edgy. Yeah, I'm gonna cut myself watching this movie. Not not like I'm gonna cut myself. It's just so edgy. It's gonna cut me. Um. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Five looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Zordon. It's it's fine. It's a wall. He's a wall. Zordon's a wall. It's it's a depiction of him that's the most the least offensive thing I've seen in this movie. Although them being in the spaceship, I'm just not a fan. I don't know. I like the old power. I'm I'm too old for this. I like old Power Rangers. Grandpa Rob, get off get off my lawn, kids, and and you keep your Power Rangers away from me. <laughs> I, I could actually pull off a really good dying cough right now because that's what I've been doing all episode. Anyways, I don't like it. Rita looks... This Goldar looks lame as fuck. Oh, and I read this somewhere. The Goldar, she is gathering pieces of Goldar who is spread out. So I'm assuming all the gold. There's an image of her in a jewelry store. And I, I suspect that she's going to be taking some gold from the jewelry store because she's gathering Goldar. Mm-hmm. And to make her... <laughs> Goldar was a cool monkey cat thing. He was monkey winged okay. thing. I love Goldar. So she's going to these places to gather gold to make him, or was he, he was split spread up? Out. He was spread apart. Oh, I think shit. they read a synopsis okay. somewhere. I did read a synopsis. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, how how I can't hundred percent guarantee it's true, but it's yeah. like uh, Amazo's android or whatever. It's like what? or the uh, the android named Amazo, I think it is DC. I don't no, read. Amazo. I've heard of the name, but I don't know anything about the character. I'm oh, a okay. Marvel guy. Sorry, it's sorry, okay. everybody. This is your time. One of my very dearest friends, uh, he's called Dukes. He went to Genesis 4, which is a, like a fighting game tournament. He competed mm-hmm. at, at Smash 4. Okay. And he's the best Smash player that I know. And he got out like in the first round. Oh, oh. sounds familiar. But that's not the... <laughs> that's, not, that's not the main thing. So in the, in, in the event, they had a switch with arms. Okay. 
and oh. he got to play it. So he's the only person I know that has uh, hands-on experience with the with the Switch, mm-hmm. and he was he was telling me about it, and in the end he told me it it was a very positive experience, but did, he did have some negative stuff to to say. Apparently the Joy Cons are really really small, like they, they were smaller than than like he already thought they were really small. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're <laughs> smaller than what you think they are. I guess it depends a lot on your. Hand size? Uh, yeah, on your hand size, probably for a girl it's better, but apparently they're small. Uh, they seem too light. Uh, my friend said they felt like plasticky and kind of cheap. Hmm. So that was kind of bad. I thought that wasn't going to be the case. Uh, told me about the HD rumble is pretty cool, but it didn't enhance his experience as much as he thought it will. It, maybe it's because of the game in arms. Right. Uh, he was telling me, though, that the actual tablet... It's bigger than he imagined it would be, and it's really heavy, and it feels and looks like really, really well. Like he was impressed with the with the quality of the of the image. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. And about arms, he had to say that the that is kind of hard to pick up. So it's it's probably gonna be one of those games that is you know easy to play, hard to master kind of thing. But right. mainly because of the controls, he's not really into the the uh, motion control kind of thing. I am, so I'm probably be more open about it, but it kind of turned me off a little bit about the game. But then after that, I watched the the Treehouse videos out. Nintendo has been putting out the, the Treehouse videos like in, in, in high quality. And I was watching the, the ARMS one just to, you know, to to check how, how it looks in a real game situation. And I don't know, it, I, I'm kind of excited for that game. I think it looks cool. But yeah, that's my report from Genesis 4. Are you interested in the Switch at all, Shelby? I don't think I ever asked. Oh yeah, I uh, yeah. Well, I want to play uh, Zelda. So well, you play, oh yeah, you don't have Wii U either, so you might as well just get a Switch yeah. if you're gonna get either of them. That's, yeah, that's are you but gonna, I, I, I'm definitely gonna wait for a little yeah. bit. Oh, you're gonna wait. Okay. You know, I could probably. I'm actually buying the Wii U Zelda one just as a backup. I might con- consider lending it to you if oh, if you're you. if you're desperate to play it. Like if you don't want to wait. Although I still insist that you buy a Switch someday. Maybe yeah. I will lend it to you because I'm a really nice. Player. Well. I'm excited because it's like the it's gonna have voice acting. Yeah, so. I'm I, I'm 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 actually now officially pumped for Zelda. It took it took the last trailer to get some of the story mm-hmm. stuff because I I care about story quite a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm really uh, that's gonna be a fun game. I'm gonna pause whatever I'm doing in real life and and play. Oh, that. I read bad news about Zelda. Oh, what's that? Because initially oh. somebody reported that Zelda was going to have the English. Uh, voiceover mm-hmm. and the original Japanese voices. Right. Oh, please don't tell me they're getting rid of the Japanese voices. But I just read today that that wasn't no. the case. That it's just gonna have uh. the the English one. Oh and, and no! So, well, it's like there are good dubs like totally exist and oh yeah, that's that's fine. But it's like there's something that's either lost in translation or just doesn't have like the original like emotion behind it that's why i played uh final fantasy 15 with the japanese voices on subtitles just because like i felt like you know you got more of 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 a feeling for like what was going on versus like in english or whatever i'm not saying i I didn't play with the dubs but i heard it's good i I, I tried it with the dubs after being playing japanese for a bit and i had watched brotherhood beforehand so i'd already been used to voices in japanese so there's no I, Mm -hmm. i just couldn't i didn't like them but they weren't bad it oh, just yeah. didn't seem it was it was weird to me because i'd already been used to them in, in japanese mm-hmm. if i had no other choice it, it would have been fine i'm sure it'll yeah. be fine although i mean some of nintendo's other voice acting like their po- their poken 
were so bad that I get a little nervous. <laughs> but Zelda's a big title, so I suspect that they'll be at least be decent. Pull it all the stops. I hope Hopefully. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It'll be yeah. fine. We'll be past. All right. <laughs> Up next, stick around because we're going to talk about. For arcade, which I didn't Ooh. know existed for a long time, uh, like up until last year, early last year. So I think this might be our first. No, it's not our first arcade game that we're covering. Is it Sagey? No, I don't think so. We, we talked about Space Harry on arcade games before. Maybe we played versions of games that were originally arcade games. Yeah, I think we played games that were multi, like not just arcade games, but like- uh, Yeah, like Kicks probably. Kicks and Space Harrier, but we played them on other systems as well. But yeah. this one is only arcade. This surprised me, it's a Sega game. It was developed by Sega, released mm -hmm. in 1991. Uh, it's a side-scroller beat-em-up kind of like Streets of Rage or Final Fight or even the Simpsons Arcade. Unlike those, maybe not as great. Uh, it's a really weird game because you, you tra traverse levels zoomed in, then you like fight a boss, and then after that the stage zooms out and now it kind of acts like a platformer of some sort. And then you fight another mm -hmm. boss and then it usually zooms back in and then you have another boss fight. So that was already kind of weird to me. I wasn't used to the zooming in and out thing. You can have four mm -hmm. players simultaneously, which is pretty awesome. Shelby and I actually played and beat the game together. I'm assuming, Seiji, did you play with Eric or did you play alone? I played alone. Uh, so <laughs> I played it last line, actually. Uh, so, so it's very fresh in my mind. Uh, a few of the little tidbits was developed for the Sega System 32. Pretty simple gameplay. Jump, attack, HP damaging special move. As far as I can tell, characters can't seem to run or dash. But there is a screen moving uh, jump. So if you jump and hit up and B or over, I say B, up and button and over and button. Well, let's just say A and B to make <laughs> life easier. Up and B and you'll do like a web sling or a dive or whatever. And mm -hmm. uh, unlike other games at the time, characters weren't assigned to their joystick position. Like the Ninja Turtle games, for example. You could select any character unless someone else uh, had the character chosen. And you can change when you die. Which becomes a common mechanic in arcade games eventually, but this was one of the earlier ones. Uh, and the game had silly cutscenes, which I will talk about <laughs> a little bit later. And there's four acts yep. with a whole bunch of bosses, which I will also discover later, talk about later. Before we get to the characters, though, just real quick, initial opinions of the game, just from a gameplay uh, perspective. Seiji, go. Well, at first I thought it was a bad game. Mm -hmm. Like, playing it was kind of painful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I investigated a little bit about it. And I noticed that it was released in 1991, the same year Turtles in Time for the arcade was released, mm -hmm. the same year that The Simpsons game was released. Simpsons was 91? I didn't know that. Yeah. That was earlier. Two years later than the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game was released. You... And then I thought, this game is super crappy. <laughs> because if this game was released, let's say, I don't know, six years earlier, when, when games were a little bit more limited and some examples of beat-em-up games weren't out there yet, I would have thought, well, this is reasonable. But for 1991, where you already had all these great examples of a beat-em-up arcade game and where 
really quality beat-em-up games for the arcade were being released by that time. So they already know what the gold standard was, right? Faster gameplay, a lot more variety, better sound, better music, better animation. Uh, the game is really, really limited. It seems to me like they rushed the game. It seemed like um, they had to develop something. There's a lot of missed opportunities also. Like, the four characters in the game... Oh, I got things to say about those. Um, they're kind of like the same. It's just skins of each yeah. other. My biggest problem with the game, from gameplay perspective, is it's too zoomed in when you're zoomed in, too zoomed out when you're zoomed out, and you're, there's no run. I, I can't dash. I, I'm not wrong, right? There's no dash option. In this kind of game, you shouldn't feel the need for that, although some of the games do have it. Like I prefer time. a dash in a um, game like this. A lot of beat-em-up games, they don't have that option, and they feel perfectly fine, but it's just it, they're so slow. They're so attacks. slow. The attacks are fine, mm -hmm. although the ranges are kind of short. But the, the walking, it's so slow. And the controls are just really awkward. Yeah. And the game's wonky in general. It's really, really wonky. Yes. So, uh, Shelby, before I get to characters, what did you think about the gameplay itself? Now, this is probably your first time ever playing an arcade game. Uh, how did you enjoy it? I actually didn't mind it too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, at some, like, the same thing that you said, Rob, where it was zoomed in, it was way yeah. too zoomed in. And then, like, uh, also, like, I get... Uh, making things more difficult when you add more enemies on screen and that's fine like you know it makes it challenging but then I think at some points there were just so many fucking yeah. people that at that point it wasn't like challenging anymore it was just like what the fuck is yeah. happening like why are there so many dudes and anyway it's annoying but <laughs> I oh, overall I actually really didn't mind I had it. more fun playing it when I played it with you than when I played it alone although I played with Jordan too that was yeah. fun too I played it alone I played yeah. with Jordan and I played it with you uh, mm -hmm. So I, I beat it twice and played it three times, so that, and, I, and I enjoyed it. It made me laugh. So I got to rant a little bit about mm -hmm. the characters. So, ragtag. Yeah, people may or may not know, but I am actually a really big Spider-Man fan. I I still read all the new comics. I read the new ones that came out this week's, and although I don't have a perfect recollection of Spider-Man's history, I do know the choices of this game are weird. So, two of the four choices are fine. Spider-Man, obviously, he. Uh, he makes sense in the game. He does things that Spider-Man would do, like jump, wall crawling. Uh, only in wall crawling, only in certain parts, mind you. And more like ceiling crawling, really. But the, the, the spirit's there. He can web sling. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you do his attack and jump together, he can do a web spray. And when, oh, and when you're in a quote-unquote platform mode, he just shoots web balls at people. So that's cool. <laughs> Next up, we have Black Cat. Oh, that makes sense. He used to date her up to this point. Uh, they were they were at least allies. She had just come back in the comics. Spider-Man's married at this point, and so she was kind of pissed about that. But she still makes sense in the game. Had a whip, I think. Her, her cat grappling hook thing. She can swing on that. Yeah. Then we get to the other two choices. Now, you think of Spider-Man, <laughs> you might think Venom. Uh, Spider-Man, Black Cat, Mary Jane. Not all characters. In, in later years, you think other characters. But not certainly you're not going to think Namor, the Submariner. Who was, who was usually associated with the Avengers or Fantastic Four. So, and I think he was in the Avengers around this time or in the 80s sometime, uh, but he was not a household name. I don't know why he's in the game. I don't know why he shoots electricity. Namor cannot, as far as I know, <laughs> Namor has no electric powers. Namor can fly, but he can't in this. Uh, I don't know why they chose Namor over anyone else. Which That's why I played yeah, it the most. Because I was like, this guy, man, he needs, he needs to... There's so many other non-Spider-Man characters you could have used. Captain America, Iron Man, Human yeah. Torch. These are all B, well, not all B, especially not nowadays, but back then they would have been like B-list characters in terms of 
casual people. But none of the, but not Namor. And then we get a Hawkeye. I don't know why Hawkeye, like, he was never popular back then, but he was in multiple games. So maybe he was. He was leader of the West Coast Avengers in the 80s, which was a fairly well done Avengers comic. I think it was pretty popular. But I don't know why he's here. I mean, he and Spider-Man aren't exactly friends. So I mm-hmm. sat here and thought, what characters might actually work? So Spider-Man wasn't part of any big groups at the time and was a loner superhero until the early 2000s. So he barely ever did. I mean, there was team-up comics, but that was it. He was never in a group. He, he turned down Avengers uh, membership like twice. Mm-hmm. So Human Torch is a good friend and rival of his. That would have made sense. He, they always team up. Spider mm-hmm. or Iceman and Firestar, who are comic-wise not associated too much with Spider-Man. Well, Firestar is. But there was an 80s cartoon, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends, which featured those two characters. That would have made sense. Venom mm-hmm. even would have made sense as a as an unlikely ally because he did that in other games. Uh, even like characters that that people would not know about because they're not going to know about Namor either. But the Rocket Racer, Puma, they're lame, but they at least fit. Anyways, I I just didn't I could not understand this roster of a Spider Man game. So that's the characters. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I, I don't see. I guess Sage, you don't follow too much comics. So this probably didn't mean much to you. Um, I I know about comics. Okay, did you find the 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 list kind of a weird choice? The game's a weird game because it's called Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. the video game, and then you have all these, all these guys. So I thought, well, maybe this is kind of like some sort of Avengers thing <laughs> kind of going on. Namor, I thought it was kind of weird, but I know about mm-hmm. comics, but I don't know specific relationships. So I thought, okay, so maybe in the comics, there's a thing going on right now that Namor is part of the Spider-Man uh, universe. But also Doctor Doom. Oh, yeah, I want to get to the, the villains. End, so Namor and both uh, Doctor Doom are, I associate those more with Fantastic yes, Four. Yes, that's correct. So it's weird. Okay, let's just go to levels because since we're already talking about the villains, I, um, I each level had this like little quote-unquote cutscene. It's most basically this image with a little bit of movement, but they had these really funny title headers. Huh, spider sense tingling, signaling danger, trouble up ahead. Let's go, Spider-Man. I love those. Oh boy. So this stage, I think you kind of like are in New York, probably. I mean, everything takes place in New York and Marvel. So you fight. The th- first thing I noticed about this game is the, the generic grunts enemies you start fighting. They kind of look like putties from Power Rangers. They do. And they make these woo <laughs> noise when they jump on the screen. I don't know what they're from. They have a yeah, and it's these fucking guys. I don't know what they're from. I, I mean, like I said, I don't know everything about Marvel. Maybe they're an 80s villain. They're not Hydra or anything that's recognizable. I don't know what they are, but they don't seem to belong here. But they're the very first. Instead mm-hmm. of fighting like thugs and shit, which you do fight later, they're the first things you fight. Why are they in this game? Why do they have a sound effect and nothing else? I don't understand. Uh, then the Scorpion just kind of shows up out of nowhere. And I guess he's supposed to be a boss. He has a boss meter, but he's like this joke. Mm-hmm. He just jumps out. I'm like, okay, Scorpion's here. Cool. And then as soon as you beat Scorpion, Venom shows up. All right. He eats a stone, well, Venom, man. Before he eats a stone, Venom shows up. He He's a pile of goop, just forgetting the fact that he's a person inside. He forms. You fight him. And then, the, then like you said, the stone shows up. And then he's a giant. Why? I don't know why he's a giant. He eats it. But then he's a giant and he jumps away. So then this, this, the screen zooms out. Now you're in side-scroller mode. And then you're going through through up, up the building or whatever. And Venom keeps jumping him by. And then you shoot him. Mm-hmm. And at, a, at a certain point of this level, this is something that stuck out to me. There's a giant, there's a building with a billboard of Namor at the top with a can of, with a, oh, with yeah. a drink. <laughs> like a, some, sort of, like some <laughs> sort of soft drink. I have no idea what this is about. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, Namor, who is king of Atlantis, has a huge tick on his shoulder. He's kind of an arrogant prick. 
I don't see him posing and and like selling sodas, pops, depending on where you're from. That is really weird to me. And then at the end of the stage, you fight Venom again. So that's stage one. And he, there's only four stages, so we can go through all of them. <laughs> what? Okay, at this point in time, I'm, I, I didn't, I just, I was like, all right, well, this is weird. Um, but not as weird as I expected it to be. Well, when I, uh, when I watched you and Jordan play it the first time, and uh, she was mm-hmm. playing as Hawkeye, and you know how you can jump up and you can hold on to, like, yeah, yeah. pipes or whatever, uh, like, above you or whatever. And then freaking Hawkeye is just holding on to the pipe with one arm and shooting <laughs> his bow and arrow on the, and with just one hand. And That's it's like, really how funny. did you I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's, that was, yeah. He's that good. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess, like, with the uh, – I don't know if Black Cat does it, but – if she's doing that and then she has like her whip in one hand, let's say that yeah, makes sense. Cause that's just like, you know, totally a one handed fucking weapon, but a yeah. bow and arrow, how like how the fuck does like that work? It with his mouth and then just firing. I didn't see I that animation know. support it. Speaking of animations, I, I can't believe I forgot about this. Spider-Man's walk animation is the most depressing thing. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. Pretty he sad. So he, first of all, they're all slow. Like we said, but the rest have at mm-hmm. least some sort of enthusiasm in their walk. Spider-Man's like shoulders are slumped. His head's down. And he's just kind of like, He's just like, this is like this is his worst day ever. It's like, hey, guys, I just got fired from the bugle again. Mary Jane's <laughs> mad at me. Oh, I guess I'll fight crime now. Thwip, thwip. <sighs> I love being Spider-Man. Anybody call for a web slinger? <laughs> like, it's just so sad. I love it. And he never gets happier, either. There's yeah, no man. character growth or development. He just stays sad Spider-Man the whole game. It's great. It's great. Or Spidey. What do you like? Did you like the first level, Seiji? The yeah. first level, I didn't like any of the levels. <laughs> okay, spoiler. <laughs> um, level two. This is my favorite title in the whole game. Big Brother Kingpin. Let's see if you've got what it takes to stop the Zeppelin from taking off. So this stage begins with the most annoying boss ever showing up and flying off. It's the Green Goblin. Uh, he, and at this yeah, point, he's, he's Harry Osborn. He's Spider-Man's best friend slash worst enemy. And I, like he's like in the comics before he dies and then later comes back 20 years later. He's like psychologically torturing Spider-Man. And it's like really great, really well-written Shit. stuff. Like the Green Goblin stuff towards the end of his, his life at that point. Really good. So just seeing him kind of fly around i just a video game i'm 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 nitpicking for for because it's funny i don't actually care i get that it's a stupid game where the villains don't matter but just knowing spider-man's history with that character at the time and him just flying over and working for dr doom is just it's hilarious to me it would never happen so in this stage you have you have putties fat dudes and thugs so it's getting a bit more spider-man-y uh you move through an area you go into into a zeppelin really big zeppelin you encounter Electro, who barely matters, and despite being one of the most powerful Marvel Universe villains, and then you fight the Green Goblin. So, Shelby, <laughs> the Green Goblin, and Seiji, too. What a fucking annoying boss. Like, Yeah, he just fucking flies by, and then it hits you, and you literally have no you choice. You have to, like, like you have hits to... to get him. And this, this is, like, this would be a yeah. cool brain for kids. And he's, like, the second big boss that you fight. I hate, I hate him. <laughs> he's fucking dropping a bunch <laughs> of pumpkin bombs on you. And, and, and then he's, he's off screen yeah. so much, he's really hard to hit. I hate him. From a gameplay perspective, it's really frustrating. But this is the most frustrating yep. part because this boss has like two stages, right? When he's walking around and when he's like flying yeah, around. He, in his he fingers thing. you when he's walking and, and then he flies around. <laughs> and the only way to hit him is to jump and hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
but because of the controls, it's super hard. It's like it, it's almost impossible. So I just used my special oh. attack. So I just burned quarters <laughs> in, in, that, in, in, in that boss just to beat that guy because it's so so annoying because yeah. the controls are so annoying. Now because the, there's a similar boss in in Turtles in Time. Uh, Baxter right. Stockman also flies around and, and hits you, but he stays uh, on screen though, doesn't in, he? Baxter, yeah. Yeah, whereas he, he this, does. Whereas he does. Green Goblin goes off screen a lot. He's off screen more than he's on screen. Yeah, he's off for a while too. Yeah. So, like in Turtles in Time, it's it's a joy to yeah. jump and hit, but in this game, but, it's so hard. And also, I was I was using Spider Man to uh, in that specific boss because it has the widest range, and you can hit him oh, off screen. It's worth noticing oh, too that, cool. like a lot of these games, your your super attack it drains your health and therefore drains your money. So uh, yeah, that's a mechanic I didn't mention. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. I hate him. We beat him. He's probably the longest fight that it took for us, just because he kept going off screen. Just fuck him. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. So then level three, the lair of the kingpin. Could the kingpin be the mastermind behind it all? Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's to face the big man himself. Um, so then you, you fight Scorpion again, who's just as forgettable. Then you encounter Doc Ock, Doc Ock later on the stage, and he just his character stands there, and the arms just kind of go out in a weirdly weird pattern. He's super easy, but it's like, I don't know. This he's just he's not superior Spider Man, that's for sure. Anyways, he's uh he's real he's really easy and, and just then you fight Fedora guys. That's cool. I think Shelby was really was really triggered oh, yeah. when she saw the Fedoras coming at her. She started to shake. She's like, I can't play this game anymore. Fedoras. And the boss of the stage is Kingpin. And we did, We gang beat we him. Did. We got on <laughs> each side of the Kingpin and we just fucking pummeled him. He he drops so fast. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this works. Yeah. Let's just keep doing it. And so he's not. The, I, I said, the, I said the boss of the stage. He's not the boss. There's other ones. So you fight Hobgoblin, who's like Green Goblin but way easier. Mm-hmm. And then you're on top of a of a helicopter, and you have to like destroy the guns. So this was weird because it was like, yeah, almost like gameplay. It was weird weird for the game because you, mm-hmm. you're basically just moving up or down, left or right, and just hitting and just destroying uh, things in front of you. This one actually had you have you go under mm-hmm. the flying helicopter and and hit the guns. You couldn't just hit them from where you're standing. So that was a little different. And then you fight Kingpin again on top of the ship. And then you find out the most famous Spider-Man villain, which Seiji already spoiled, but Doctor Doom, who's known for being Spider-Man's like arch nemesis. He's behind it all. <laughs> uh, and me and Shelby were oh, oh boy this is some really deep stuff like I did not expect Doc Doom he's just so I don't know he's so pivotal to Spider-Man's origins and, uh, although it is funny because he's like the first supervillain Spider-Man actually encounters in the comics and like uh, who's the first or second issue he, he encounters Doctor Doom who kicks his ass if I'm not mistaken anyways that's not the point Doctor Doom is not a Spider-Man villain well I don't know why he's the villain of this game and then the last it, no it makes it yeah it makes nothing it makes no sense and level four, this is the last level, it's called Doomsday. And the text is, oh no, you've crash landed in Latvalia. That's how it's spelled. It's supposed to be Latveria, or Latveria, depending on how you pronounce it. But they have Latvalia, Doom's home turf. Oh well, nobody said being a superhero was easy, was an easy job. I love the way these things talk, or the way that they, those texts are yeah. great. They're so cheesy. So, Shelby... The very first enemy you see in the stage is probably, I, I could say it's our favorite villain in, or favorite characters in the whole game, maybe. The ape men with their... <laughs> Caesar! She kept yelling Caesar! Caesar <laughs> and 
they have the so, so if Spider-Man is the most depressed character in the game based on his walk, these guys are the most cocky, happy, badass characters in the game because they have the biggest swagger. They slap you. And they, yeah, and they slap you and slap yeah. you around. And they puff their chest out and just walk, uh, arms swinging. They don't care. I don't know what they're from. Yep. I don't think Doctor Doom. Planet of the Apes. Oh, Planet of the Apes. I don't think Doctor Doom. Also, he has a really uh, generic castle. By the way, we just kind of skimmed over that and it showed his castle, and I was like, "That's you start that's in nothing." His cave, in, a, in a cave, and then you work your way to the castle. And you remember you bust oh. down the front door. You oh can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you just it, like punch it, it a few times. And just like, you fight the lizard surrounded by fire yeah. in the cave. The lizard is here. Ah, oh, these characters. <laughs> um, so I guess maybe you beat him by overheating him because of the fire because he's a lizard. Their their temperature is based on mm -hmm. the surrounding temperature. Lizard don't have uh, they're not warm blooded. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you didn't travel through the caves and uh, up a mountain, and then you, of course, like we said, you bust in the door. Then you fight Green Goblin again. So I guess I guess. Harry Osborn, who's, who's practically insane at this point, packs his bags up, flies over to Latvalia to work for Doom, to hang out in his front door in case Spider-Man and Namor break in, start tossing fucking pumpkin bombs at him. Uh, then you fight Sandman again. I didn't even mention Sandman, actually. That's probably because he's barely mentionable. Yeah, Sandman's in the game. Turns into a pile of sand and then hits you in the face. Then he, he, he turns back into sand. Then you fight... Yeah. What? Good. Thank you. I was, oh, I was gonna say at this point I was playing more yeah, Black Cat towards the end than right. Namor. Well, Black Cat, I don't know. Namor's lame. You, you want to try? Play all of them, I had though. played all of them. You gotta too, play all so of them. Uh, yeah. But I had to say Spider Man for our last run. Spider Man, obviously. Yeah. Uh, then you counter Doctor Doom, and then the game has a massive twist. Shit, <laughs> Doom bot. And the game's not over. Oh shit! You have to fight the real Doctor oh, Doom. Oh my god. So then a side scroll apart, you move through Doom's castle with lasers and lava vats and whatnot, normal castle stuff. And then you fight Dr. Doom again. This time he's in a, like a flying saucer throne. And then you knock him off <laughs> and then you fight him again. And this time you beat him for real, except it's not him. It's still a Doom bot. And he blows up and says, and uh, one person says, it's over. Except it's not because now you have to fight a whole bunch of Venoms. And this is years... For no reason. Yeah, for no reason. Oh, and this is yeah. way before the Venom Bomb stuff in, like, 2008 when they actually had a bunch of Venoms going around. This is just, like, just no reason. Just a bunch of Venoms pour out and you have to fight them. And that's it, though. You fight some Venoms on a train, then you're done. You, uh... All the characters are on a hill, and then you get this text. Doom's castle burns in the distance. The battle is over. However, in your heart, you believe that Doom is bound to return one day. But should that day come... You know you're going to be there to foil his evil designs. After all, that's what being a superhero is all about, isn't it? <laughs> all right. So that I mean, um, that's 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 the game. Uh, so a few things we can talk about, of course, is the graphics and music. Although I have one more thing to mention, and this is reception. I want to mention this because Kaseji pretty much indicated that he does not like this game and that it was a shitty game to, compared to its contemporaries. Now, here's some reception. I got this from Wiki. Here's reception from some places. So the game was reviewed in 1992 in, in uh, some magazine called Dragon, number 177, and Kirk, somebody in Kirk, in the role of computers column. The reviewers gave the game five out of five stars. November 1991 issue of mm -hmm. Sinclair, I, I don't know what these are, Sinclair User, gave it the shared award for games most likely to save the universe as one of the best superhero games, along with Captain America and the Avengers and Captain Commando. January 1992, issue of Computer Video Games gave it a positive review, praising the four-player gameplay, the incredible graphics with huge, beautifully animated sprites, and impressive zoom-in, zoom-out effect. 
and the 16 different stages with enough to keep you pumping in the credits. <laughs> All right. One, one more thing before damage mode then. Uh, what do you guys think about the graphics and music of the game? It, try to be in the, the mindset of 1990. Well, you can't say it, Shelby. You were not born. But for me, I try to think back a little bit to the time of that game. But what did you guys think of the way it looked? Because I kind of like the big sprites. And I, I think the backgrounds had a kind of a... Some of the stages, like the cave especially, had a kind of watercolory feel to, it to me. I don't know. I, I thought, except for Spider-Man's depressing walk, I didn't think it was really ugly. They're not terrible. Well, I want to save it to, for my damage spiel. Oh, wait. Okay. So, Shelby, real quick. What did you think of the graphics? I have to bring something up, so you have to now save the day. Uh, well, I didn't mind. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I can't, can't even either. think of what the music sounds like either. So I just, I, I don't know what I, I is quite forgettable, I guess. But for the graphics, like I find when I think about like what the mm -hmm. the Simpsons arcade game looked like and how like that color scheme still works like today. Like if I had seen it and thought, oh, like you know, this kind of looks a little newer, like ahead of its time. Uh, and then you look like fucking Spider-Man, like everything just kind of looks <laughs> dirty or weird. And like, so the colors are really just kind of, I don't know. It's almost like, you know how like with the, with Robo Demons, like the last, I think one Robo of the last Demons. stages where it was just like a clusterfuck of colors and it's like, what is this? Like it hurts my eyes to look at. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, I didn't find all of Spider-Man was like that, but there were some areas where it was just kind of hard to differentiate things from, from each other. Yeah, no, so, I think I think what you said yeah. is actually pretty well said, Shelby. You really surprised me today. You really just you came out of nowhere. All right, we're up to do damage. So for those of you who don't know, because it could be anybody's first time, we give the game three hearts. Uh, so each of each one of us is responsible for how much heart is in each one of those hearts, so we can damage it uh, in terms of force. One fourth damage is. Or no damage at all means you really like the game. It doesn't mean it's perfect, but you would recommend it to everyone. You think it's fun. Everyone should play it. One quarter damage is that you don't think the game is great or for... Or you think it's good, but maybe not for everyone. You'd recommend it to most or the right people. Half a heart is that you think the game's kind of meh. You might recommend it to some people. You don't think it's terrible. It's just, it's there. Uh, three quarters is that the game's probably... I guess you would say it's boring and that, you know, it's, you don't really like it. It's... It's uh, you wouldn't really recommend it to anyone. Maybe you don't hate yourself for playing it. Uh, zero hearts, though. You hate the game. You regret the time you spent on it. You wouldn't recommend it to anyone ever, and you feel ripped off for having played it. So since I chose the game, I will go last. I'm going to go with Damn. half a heart damage just because uh, I think playing it by yourself was probably like more boring because i had fun playing it with rob but at the same time there were just like those little things that stood out that was like oh this kind of you know sucks about this game or whatever but i actually didn't mind playing it at all uh i wouldn't like go back and do it again but uh i, I definitely don't feel I like i wasted my time so right you had more you would you, you have to admit that uh, don't you uh you pretty much said it I though you said far. you had fun playing it because of me so kind you kind of gave me a compliment with another Shelby. person Thank then you, i accept okay <laughs> no that was that was it <laughs> all i heard is i made the game better well i just i think playing it with more people might help absolutely um, i mean you're right I... so if we played four i mean i wonder what it would have been like if we played four player instead of just two or no, just that's a good, that's a good playing point. it on your own uh you okay, know cool half a heart's damage from shelbo so when you were asking me earlier about how i felt about those reviews mm -hmm. about the five out of five <laughs> stars review. 
most likely to well, save the universe. How I feel <laughs> about that is that is full damage. Oh, that's how I feel. Whoa, no. And I'm gonna. Right, and I'm gonna I can't why. wait. Let's hear it. Our heart system is not a rating system. Correct. It's not a review system. Right. It's not a. It, it doesn't tell you how good a game is. What we tell you is how much we recommend this game. And I don't recommend this game. It was actually like painful, <laughs> like literally painful, to play this game. I I don't know. Um, I'm gonna explain my thought process on this. Objectively, this game, if I had to rate it, you know, rate it, rate it, it will have around a 30 or 40, which is around the worst numbers or rating that, that anything can have. Why? Because it's mediocre. Mm. It's not memorable mm-hmm. at all, right? If you give a game like a zero rating, like a 10 rating, 10 out of 100 rating, that means that this game is so bad that it becomes sort of conspicuous. Mm-hmm. It's become sort of notable because of being that bad. But this game ha- doesn't have like terrible, terrible graphics, doesn't have the worst gameplay doesn't have the worst story or characters or anything like that. Everything is just so bland. Mm -hmm. It's so mediocre. It's so forgettable that to me, that's the worst thing that anything can have. If you're going to do something, you might, you might as well do it, you know, uh, the best way you can. If you're going to have a bad game, well, you, you have to have a game that is really, really bad so that it becomes sort of memorable. That is my opinion. Right. Yeah. So for that reason, I mean, if you want to play a game, especially from this era, which is sort of like the golden era of beat em ups, especially in arcade, I mean, there's, I can think of at least five different games right now that are very enjoyable. Maybe some of them are actually worse than this game, but are memorable in a different kind of right. way. The game's so, I don't know what, what to say. Like, it's slow, but I can think of other games that are, that are also slow, like Ninja Warriors or even Double Dragon, which are kind of like this kind of weird control scheme. They're slow, but they're enjoyable. And this game, I just couldn't find anything that I could enjoy. I don't know. That That, that is my opinion. So full damage. Whew. All right. That's, that leaves it at half right now. Like any game in this genre, arcade game, uh, they are enhanced by playing with other people so i have played it with by myself and with others so i can at least compare the two and i'm tempted not i'm tempted to try and hold it on its own because you know if, if other players are there and they make the game better is it the people making it better or is it the game if the game needs other people to make it better does that make the game good or does that mean just because more people are there it's better so i don't know uh but like i said it's not a rating it's not a rating it's it's recommendation so are there people I would recommend this to? I have friends who love comic books, so I would say, and, and games. So I'd say, yeah, check it out. It's funny. You like Spider-Man. It's not a great Spider-Man game, but anybody who has a passing knowledge of comics, especially in this time frame, is going to find Namor with a Coke, selling Coke hilarious. Or uh, Doctor Doom being the big final boss <laughs> of a Spider-Man game and giant venom and multi-venoms. And all that stuff is like weird enough to be entertaining to certain people. So at least you have to give it one like like at least at least uh we should have a quarter of health remaining for me but i don't know it's like i like some of the art although shelby made really good points about it being bland in terms of the color department but i liked some stages like i thought dooms outside of dooms castle was pretty fun just because i like the caves and stuff but then everything else about the game is very unmemorable um the villains are weird. They don't make any sense, but some of them are, are again are so funny, like the cavemen. 
Uh, I don't know what their deal is, but I love <laughs> watching them walk on screen. I like the amount of Spider-Man villains in the game, despite the fact that, you know, Doom's the main guy. But, you know, it's it, back then, if I was a kid playing this game, I probably wouldn't have been really excited to see all those different villains in there. And it wouldn't have mattered to me if the fact that they didn't make any sense uh, lore-wise. But then, if, again, if I'm, I'm a kid playing a Spider-Man game, I don't want to play as Namor or Hawkeye. I mean, I don't know. I'm torn between my, my adult self <laughs> and my kid self. My kid self in, in the early 90s was so into comic books, like, way more than I am now. And I think I would have ate this game up back then. I don't know. I'm going to give half a heart, I think. Not the worst game in the world. I'd recommend it to the right people. If I go back in time, I'd recommend it to myself. I think, I think I'd have fun playing it. I think I would overlook the shittiness <laughs> of some of it. My, the biggest gripe I have is not being able to dash or... or, or it's, no, it's, not, it's like what Sadie said. It's just how slow you are. You're so slow in that game. And it zooms in too much. And it can be frustrating. Try playing with a friend, I think, would be the best way to do it. But yeah, I'll say half a heart, which leaves it at one out of three hearts. Not too recommended. Damn. Not too. But yeah, I don't know. It was fun. I like I liked the fact that I learned about the game. I did not know it existed. I like finding out arcade games because there's a lot of arcade games. And where I live... I had arcades, but they weren't, it's not like I got to play every arcade game that existed. Not only was there not a lot of arcades or arcade games around where I was, but they, you know, it cost a lot of money to play a, a bunch of them. So I only got to play, you know, maybe like a dozen different ones growing up. So seeing and learning about all these different arcade games, and some of them are classics to people, is pretty cool. So I want to keep looking into that more for a different episode. There we go. We did it, guys. All right. Well, I guess, oh, oh, act one more, one more announcement. <laughs> Bonusbrill.com is going to die. Yeah, I don't know. We just we don't really use it. Oh. So it's like money every year that we're spending. And we don't make any money off the show. So, you know, uh, our videos are on Cartridge Club and SoundCloud. And, and we always tweet them. So there's really not any point in keeping it. So we're just going to not keep the, the website up. It just doesn't seem to be any point in it. It's cool having it. But, you know, whatever. I'm not going around recommending people go to mm -hmm. bonusbro.com on, on a daily basis anyway. So, yeah. Goodbye. See ya. It's gone. And uh, if you guys are upset about that, tweet at <laughs> and he will respond to you. Right, Sadie? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I will. Okay. Yes, I will. <laughs> all right, well, I guess that's it for us, right? We're all done? <laughs> a little longer than usual, but that's because there's a yep. lot to say. Even though I didn't think any of us had news, we managed to talk for 40 minutes before we even got to the game. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening. Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, Bonus Burial, CartridgeClub.org. You can find us. And uh, this is Brock. And Shelby. And Sagey. Thanks. Thank you.